Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens. A production of WQPT. PBS for the Quad Cities region. A podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues, and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is the Cities Podcast. Many thought the COVID pandemic was safely in our rearview mirror at the start of the summer when, you know, there were very few cases being reported locally, sometimes no cases at all. And even though we heard of different coronavirus variants being seen elsewhere, all that changed as the summer comes to an end and cases are rising. We're told that hospitalizations are becoming a bigger worry and younger children are seeing more serious symptoms. Well, throughout the pandemic, local health departments have tried to be straight shooters when it comes to COVID-19 and its impact. We talked with Rock Island County Health Department's Janet Hill about the latest concerns. Have we plateaued? I mean, is it one of those cases that even that the uh, Pfizer vaccine has gotten uh, FDA approval that people are just going to say no? We have definitely seen an uptick in vaccination in the last couple of weeks, especially since Monday when the FDA did give a f- approval to the Pfizer vaccine. You know, we're, we're very worried about the kids who are too young to get vaccinated. You know, and many of those people are uh, who are not vaccinated are the parents of these kids that are too young to va- get vaccinated. And I just don't understand if you're a caring adult, you want to protect people who can't take care of themselves. And in this case, that's our kids younger than 12. Doctors are saying that they're seeing uh, the, the symptoms in kids worse than last year. In other words, the original COVID-19 had an impact, of course, on seniors and adults, but these Delta variants and other variants seem to have a greater impact on kids. You know, we heard our healthcare partners in a call last week talk about how they uh, have are having trouble taking care of the kids. They want to get them to children's hospitals and those children's hospitals are full. And I think that that just shows that the Delta variant is so much more contagious and really is a different situation than we were facing a year ago. When you look at the statistics of cases uh, in our area, you just see it start growing after the 4th of July. Um, a kind of a late summer into fall surge. Now you got classes that are all uh, in place right now in schools all across the area. Do you think this surge is just going to continue? I certainly hope not because we are seeing more people come in for vaccination and we really hope that the formal FDA approval that came on Monday for the Pfizer vaccine will give people that final push that they may need to get vaccinated. I mean, we need to remember that that we've been dealing with this for a long time, but vaccination is not new. So this is something that people have been doing 
for decades, if not hundreds of years. So this is not a new process. We just need to get people to understand that this is a safe and effective vaccine. We're also seeing businesses and schools and hospitals and healthcare centers mandating that their workers get vaccinated. I mean, do you think that's going to help the situation when you're, when you're actually seeing more vaccines being given right now? I think that's very possible. I mean, the governor says that uh, any one teacher or a staff member at a preschool through 12th grade school, a college or a university, personnel and students, healthcare workers, um, I think that that will increase the number of vaccinations. And when we increase number of number of vaccinations, that means the virus will not duplicate and there will be fewer infections in our community. Talk about Illinois for a second, too, because the governor has now mandated mask wearing uh, starting on Monday. I mean, you you welcome that, I'm sure, because you keep pointing out social distancing, mask wearing, washing your hands. All of those go a long way to stopping the spread of COVID. That's right. We know that that uh, masking and social distancing work because before we had the vaccine, we were able to keep keep infections down with just those two interventions. Now we have a tool in the vaccine that coupled with masking and social distancing and hand washing will definitely decrease the number of cases. We have, uh, as we're talking about the schools opening, I mean, I, I know Iowa schools just opened, of course, and, and a lot of the Illinois schools opened in the middle of August, but Rock Island Milan opened at the beginning of the year. They always seem to be the guinea pig, is that people see, okay, how does Rock Island Milan get along? So we're about a month into the school year for them. Did you notice any uptick? Is, is, is that like an area that you also keep an eye on as Rock Island Milan School District? That's right, you're absolutely correct that the cases and children started building over the summer uh, and now we do have kids in school and we everyone agrees that having kids in school is best for learning and the social emotional health of kids parents and teachers uh, we understand that quarantine is dif disruptive but vaccinated kids don't have to quarantine even if there's an exposure they only have to quarantine if they are symptomatic so again the simple solution is to get vaccinated if you're old enough to get vaccinated and if you have children who are not old enough to get vaccinated to do it for them to help build a bubble around them at home. What are you worried about as we head into the fall season? Because it's also the flu season. There's more respir respiratory illnesses uh, coming in September, October, November into the winter. I mean, it just seems to be a bad mix. That's right. Uh, we had a big push for flu vaccine uh, last fall and it worked because in Illinois, um, not every case is counted. It's only counted if someone dies or if someone is hospitalized in the ICU. In the entire state of Illinois last year, there were 11 people hospitalized in the ICU. So this to me proves that vaccination, masking and social distancing work. Yet it's been politicized. I mean, Let's be honest, I mean, you've been in public health for a number of years. We've talked about so many different uh, health issues uh, over the course of our conversations, you and I. And, and, and over the last uh, 18, 19 months, uh, COVID has been basically the only issue we've talked about. And yet you could tell that there's people that just say no masks or people that say there's gotta be masks. And it almost seems to be a, a red blue type of fight. It, I think that you're absolutely right that it has become that it's really 
upsetting to anyone who cares about people to see that. I mean, it is, you know, love your neighbor. It's a pretty basic concept that you wear a mask, you get vaccinated, not only protect to protect you and your family, but to protect your community. A healthy community, economically and socially, needs to have its health physically at the forefront, and that's how we do that. But with this particular pandemic, as we vaccinate to protect all of us. Well, let's talk about the very beginning of the year, because when you took over the Camden Center and the military's there and you're running it like clockwork and you have hundreds, if not thousands of people being vaccinated uh, during the early springtime, then your next phase seemed to be get out. You know, you went to the schools or the churches or the community centers and tried to convince people to get the vaccine there. What's your next step? Haven't you run out of options by now? Well, at this point, uh, when we had the Camden Center and the Tax Slayer Center and the auto auction before that, vaccine was not readily available. The health department was, you know, one of your main sources throughout each community to get the vaccine. Now it's practically on every corner. You can go to vaccines.gov. You can pick the vaccine that you want and you can find it as close to your house as just around the corner. Uh, so, you know, with the push from public health and with our healthcare and pharmacy partners, uh, there's plenty of opportunity to get vaccinated. You have been uh, working really with the high risk people in our community right now, as far as the booster shot, the uh, third shot of the uh, Pfizer uh, vaccine. Um, what do you think the progress is for booster shots for everyone else? Um, Governor, excuse me, President Biden uh, talked about that uh, earlier this week, saying that he expects to have boosters um, to the general public starting at the end of September, uh, but it'll be a metered response just like it was at the beginning because the, the booster shot uh, will come eight months after your second dose. So it'll be the healthcare workers, the teachers, the frontline essential workers, the older residents who will get it first and then we'll get to the general public. And uh, we are working uh, with of our partners who have been so good to us throughout the pandemic to perhaps you know set up some uh, mass vaccination clinics. We will continue to do it here at our health department on Tuesdays and Fridays. Um, Walgreens, CVS, Hy-Vee, Juul, et cetera, will continue to do it. There'll be plenty of opportunity for people to get boosters when it's time. In the meantime, we can't forget that we do have interventions that do work. And if people can, or who are waiting for their booster shots, can continue to mask and social distance uh, to prevent some infection. Do you expect like a, a, a big, I don't know how to say this, a big rush of people, I guess, to get the booster shots only because you had that big rush of people getting their first and second doses. You know what I mean is the timetable's the same. The same people that really all stood in line uh, back in you know March, April, and May are now gonna be wanting it eight months, nine months later. Yeah, we, we are expecting a, a big rush, but the difference this time is it's just not the health department offering it. Uh, they, they won't have to you know, wait in long lines um, or you know, work their way through a registration process. It should be readily available because there is a lot of vaccine in our communities. Let's talk about some of the other issues that the health department does face. I mean, you've been really active as far as uh, helping uh, mothers and children um, and their health as well. Are you worried that uh, with, with COVID that other people aren't taking care of themselves in other ways, I guess I'm saying? I do worry about that. Um, 
when I'm not dealing with COVID, I lead the maternal child health team at the health department, which includes WIC and some associated programs. And we are seeing mothers who are just at, at their wits end. They're trying to work. They're trying to keep their kids safe. They're trying to just do everything that they possibly can. And the pandemic makes it so much harder. So I am worried about, you know, the mental health of our moms and our, and our fathers who are taking care of kids. I'm worried about the mental health of our, of our children. We know that they need to get back to school for everyone's sake, not just a child's case, a child's sake, but the mothers, the fathers, the teachers. It, you know, it's best when kids are at school. And I, I, we are worried about that, definitely. Because I'd be worried also about the anxiety level because people have been anxious now, what, since March of last year. Right. I mean, that takes a toll when it's this long of a pandemic and, and this much anxiety for such an extended time. You know, we do um, depression screenings on our prenatal and postpartum moms, and our scores have been a lot higher since the start of the pandemic. We are working very closely with our um, our mental health partners to make referrals. And, you know, on our coalition calls, we hear leaders of healthcare or mental health care organizations say that their, their patients are at their wits end. I mean, this is a really stressful time, and I hope that people get the resources that they need. Rock Island County Health Department's Janet Hill. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.